Happy Friday, everybody. It's Friday, September 20th, 2019. And we are screaming towards October. Can't get here fast enough, though. 80s, all freaking week, hotter than hell. Disgusting. All these summer lovers are getting their last gasp in. It's going to be in the 70s next week, though. Don't fret. Every day next week, we start to see a slow but sure decline in the temperatures. Fall is getting here. We just got to get through the last couple of days of this 80-degree bullshit so we can get into October and get full-blown fall going. But regardless of all of that, that's just me ranting at the beginning of the show. I apologize. As always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order Let's go ahead and get to today's birthdays really quickly so that we can get into the NFL, so that we can get it all over with to get to the crazy stories of the week because we got some good ones again this week. All right, happy birthday to Red Auerbach, Slappy White, Sophia Loren, and Sylvester the Cat. Also, on this date in 1970, Jim Morrison was found guilty in Miami of indecent exposure and profanity for swearing and exposing himself on stage. He was acquitted of the charge of lewd and lascivious behavior, but found guilty of indecent exposure and profanity, which I find completely ironic standing here in 2019. I mean, in today's day and age, you can get up on stage and show everybody in the room your asshole and cuss all day long and nobody's going to do a damn thing. My, how far we have come. Anyway, in honor of this event in the history of The Doors and Jim Morrison, today's song of the day is going to be Backdoor Man. Now, before we get into the NFL, I like to give everybody three real quick reminders every week, uh, specifically geared towards the people that are finding me for the first time. Uh, Reminder number one, you're going to hear background noise on this podcast. It's not recorded in a studio. It's not edited and mixed professionally. Uh, It's done on my phone, so if you hear some background noise, if you hear the neighbors mowing the lawn or the dog barking or somebody coming to say hi to me, it's meant to be that way. It's meant to be like you and I sitting on the deck shooting the shit. Uh, Second reminder is I have music in this podcast. I have an intro song. I have a song that takes us into the birthdays. I have a song at the end of the podcast every week. And then during football season, I have a song that takes us into the football uh, segment. Uh, But you can't hear any of that if you're not listening on an Anchor platform. I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing this to have fun. So don't think I'm trying to sell you something. But if you want to hear the podcast in its entirety, then switch over to Anchor.fm if you're on your computer or download the free Anchor app and you'll get my podcast, dozens of others, and it's all completely free. Now comes the part where I do try to make a little bit of money. Uh, Reminder number three, if you can, go to my website, TomPowellJr.com. That's TomPowellJr.com to find all things Tom Powell Jr. But most specifically, and most importantly, a link on where you could buy my first book, A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco-Loving Deadhead, available in paperback and ebook formats. And yes, we will be doing another Christmas giveaway this year. I just got to figure out how we're going to go about doing that. We, We did one last year. We gave away 10 books. We will be doing another one, but uh, if you don't want to wait till Christmas to read my life story, go get yourself a copy of the book. Now, if you're not listening on Anchor, this is where you're not going to hear the music that takes us into the football section, but now is the time of the week in which we go over the NFL and my picks for this week. All right, last week I had an absolutely brutal week. I went 7-9 and nine with my picks last week. So far, year to date, I am 18-11-1. Had a very good first week, had a shit second week. 
But regardless, let's touch on some highlights of this past week, and then let me do the picks so that we can get on to the stuff that everybody wants to hear, which is the crazy news stories of the week. Uh, so, so far, the Dolphins have really sucked ass. Uh, they've lost their first two games by a combined score of 102 to 10. That has got to be the worst football team since the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went whatever, 0 for 9 seasons or some shit like that back in the day. The Dolphins are hot, hot garbage. I also wanted to say, uh, if anybody from the NFL is listening, can you guys possibly suck on Antonio Brown's ass any more than you currently are? Uh, I watch NFL Red Zone on Sundays, uh, and it was all Antonio Brown all the time. You guys had his taint permanently attached to your lips. Who gives a shit? He's a cancer on, on any clubhouse that ever takes him. Move on from Antonio Brown. Uh, this week we saw Big Ben go out with an elbow and then come to find out that he needs season-ending elbow surgery. Uh, we found out that the Jags went out and bought themselves a quarterback in the offseason that they didn't really need to because Menchu seems to be their guy. I would re-ride Menchu for the foreseeable future if I was in Jacksonville. Uh, Breeze hurt his hand this week. Looks like he's out six weeks. And, of course, the refs wind up fucking the Saints again in a game against the Rams in which they blew a massive call. Uh, Jared Goff fumbled the ball. The Saints picked it up, ran it back 70-some yards for a touchdown. But because they said his uh, arm, they thought his arm was coming forward, they blew the play dead, saying it was an incomplete pass. But upon review, it was clearly a fumble. So a whole touchdown gets taken off the board again against the Rams, again. And if my buddy Kevin's listening, who's a huge Rams fan, you know that I don't have a problem with the Rams. You know that. But, but, all of these bullshit calls that seem to go the Rams' way, they begin to make it very difficult to root for the Rams. So I'm hoping this shit comes to a stop. The the refs got to start getting this shit right. They got to change the rule. I'm going to tell you right now, anybody listening at the NFL, you got to change the rule. That if it's a fumble that is recovered by your by the opposing team and picked up and run back for a touchdown, but the refs call it an incomplete pass in the moment, and you go back and review and find out that, no, it really was a fumble and it really was run back for a touchdown, that touchdown has to stand. That is taking a lot of points off the board for a human error. That's some bullshit right there. Sorry, had to be said. Something else that has to be said is something that's going to piss off a lot of people that listen to this here in the Chicagoland area. So uh, for those of you that are in the Chinooka area, down here in beautiful Shanahan, Manuka, when you see the mushroom cloud go up, it's going to be Sean's head as he hears me talking about his beloved Chicago Bears. Because here we go again with the fucking Bears Nation thinking that it's Super Bowl time, going fucking apeshit because their field goal made, kicker made a single field goal. Woohoo! Playoff time, baby! Break out the Super Bowl shuffle. No, you guys eked out a shit win against a very bad Broncos team. You lost to your rivals in Week One. You barely eke out a win in Week Two against a horrible team, and you didn't score your first touchdown of the season until late in the second game. I'm telling you, Bears fans, something right now. Panic. This is not what you think it is. Last year was an aberration. This this Bears team is going to struggle. But of course, it's Bears fans. 
I've had a whole lifetime of dealing with these fucking people. And here we go. And, you know, we are the Bears shuffling crew. Nah, you guys made one fucking kick. You barely eked out a win against a bad Broncos team that would have lost the game to the Sisters of the Meek. You guys really need to tone it down. I would start panicking if I were you. I would start taking a serious look at your quarterback situation. No shit. He may not be the guy you thought he was. And speaking of quarterbacks, shit, what a bad season for quarterbacks so far, huh? Wow. Bad, bad season. You got Eli Manning getting benched. Luck retiring. Breeze out six weeks. Foles done for the season. Big Ben done for the season. The Jets lose their top two quarterbacks, starter and backup. Quarterbacks are dropping like flies. And if I'm Eli, I'm going to the Giants and I'm saying, okay, you want to move on? I get it. I understand. I'm old. He's young. We don't look that great. Trade me. Look at all these teams out there that don't have a quarterback now. Pittsburgh. Send me to Pittsburgh for a season. Send me to fucking Indianapolis for a season. Let me fill in where my brother once played. I, there's a, there are a, a million teams out there that could use an Eli Manning. A million teams. I would be asking for my trade. Respectfully, thank you very much for the time. You keep the two Super Bowls. I'm going to go play for another team to end my career. All right. I know people don't like to hear a lot about the NFL, so let's wrap it up with this week's picks. Uh, because it's Friday, we don't do the Thursday winners. We only do from uh, the Sunday and Monday winners. So this week's winners will be the Bills, Eagles, Patriots, Vikings, Chiefs, Colts, Packers, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks, Chargers, Browns, and Monday Night Football, Bears, Redskins. I got the Redskins on Monday Night Football taking the Bears down to one and two on the season. Yeah, I said it. Fuck you, I don't give a shit. I said it. All right. With all of that being said, let's go ahead and get into the weird and, and funny stories of the week and find out what the hell's been going on this week. And where we have to start on this week is with what today is. Today is not just Friday. Today is not just Margarita Day. Today is Storm Area 51 Day, for those of you who forgot. And it is easy to forget in today's day and age because we have very rapid-moving cycles on social media. And the uh, Storm Area 51 raids were all the rage back in the day. But they have since died down. And today's the day, if you had forgotten about it. So uh, send me an email, Jr. at TomPowellJr.com. Let me know. Did you make it? Did you get there? And if you got there, did you actually try to storm the place? And if you actually tried to storm the place, did you get past the brr, 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 and actually get in to get yourself one of them aliens? Because I ain't seen shit about it. There was a whole lot of people talking about doing it. Or did mom not let you fuckers out of the basement? Yeah, I know. I thought so. I thought so. Whole lot of talk. Very little action. Let's go, man. Get your ass down there. So, man, I want to see Nerd City. I want to see the Nerd Trojan Army racing across the desert with big gulp in hand, getting ready to pow- overpower the Air Force. And, their, and, and all of their weaponry. Come on, man. I want to see some footage of this shit. Let's go. Maybe you couldn't afford it. Maybe you guys just couldn't afford to travel down there. I mean, it is hard 
to earn a living when you haven't moved off the sofa in your mom's basement since you were 12. Maybe that's just it. You guys just could not get there. You wanted to go. You were geared up to go. You couldn't get there. So here's my advice to you. Begin saving for next year. Maybe next year you guys can try it again. And the way you can start saving, take on some odd jobs. Take on some odd jobs. I've got one here for you that's going to help kickstart your saving for next year's Area 21 rate, okay? It is a job specifically designed for the fans of horror movies. Not horror movies, horror movies. Scary movies, if you will. Okay, not Debbie Does Dallas. Think more along the lines of It. Okay? Apparently, Dish TV is going to be paying somebody $1,300 to watch 13 Stephen King movies before Halloween. Now, they want to monitor how you do. They're going to monitor your heart rate. They're going to measure how many times you get up and jump. They're going to measure your sleep in between. There's going to be a whole bunch of data collected on this. But they're willing to cough up 13 hundo for somebody that's willing to sit through 13 Stephen King movies prior to Halloween. So call up Dish Network, see if you can get on that list. Who knows, maybe you get chosen. Maybe you can start saving your money for next year's Storm Area 51 campaign and see some damn good movies. I mean, if you go look at the movies on, on, on the Dish Network site, you're going to see it's a, it's a list of damn good movies. Stephen King movies are damn good movies across the board. You got to watch 13 movies, you got 1300 bucks. You got nothing else to do. You live in your mom's basement eating fucking Cheez-Its. Why not just kill some time watching some movies? I know it's going to take you away from your online girlfriend for a little while, but just explain to her that you'll be back as soon as you get that paper, boo. But yeah, Dish Network. Coughing up 13 hundo to watch... 13 Stephen King films. Hell, I'd do that. It's the whole monitoring me thing. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to hook me up to a heart rate machine? Eh, go ahead. Hook me up to a heart rate machine. You want to videotape me? Eh. I'm going to need a lot of weed to get through 13 Stephen King films in a row. It's a long period of time. I like the movies. Uh, but I'm going to need a lot of weed. And I don't know that you're going to want to videotape the amount of, of, of marijuana consumption that's going to occur over the course of those 13 films because it's going to be a lot. <clears throat> it's going to be buckets. You're going to just tuck me in for 13 movies with 1,300 sitting at the ass end? Y yeah, there's going to be an astronomical amount of weed consumption going on during that marathon of movie watching. Have plenty of lighters on hand. And a shit ton of the Sticky Icky. Now, when I mention Sticky Icky, what comes to your mind? The munchies. That's correct. For those of you that said munchies, you're correct. I have a couple of weird, odd news stories. Uh, we're going to end with weird people stories, as we tend to do. And Sean, hold on, your time is coming. Uh, but I do have a couple of food-related stories that I need to get to first. Uh, the first one is not necessarily the weirdest of weird stories. It's just, it's kind of like one of those why 
stories. And it's, uh, it's got to do with the fact, I don't know if you've seen that Oreos are coming out with this whole slew of new flavors that they're offering. And some of them are, eh, okay. And some of them are just like, but, but fucking why? What, what, why would you even think about doing that, let alone actually... So let, let, let's just go through some of the new Oreo flavors. Right off the bat, the first flavor that I saw on the list... Uh, as a flavor I hate. And it immediately made me go... Bleh. And that would be carrot cake Oreos. Carrot cake. No. No, no, no. Motherfucking no. I... Carrot cake alone is hot garbage. Don't mix it with my Oreos, for the love of Pete. Why, why would anybody do that? Carrot cake's disgusting, by the way. Now, flavor number two is one that a lot of you are going to go, hmm, that's not too bad. I'm not a fan of it. Not as much as, you know, I don't hate it as much as carrot cake, but flavor number two is dark chocolate Oreos. So apparently the, uh, the filling is going to be like dark chocolate filling. Just not a big fan of dark chocolate. Dark chocolate and white chocolate, eh, eh, in a pinch. If it's the zombie apocalypse and we're just trying to survive, and we come across some still-good dark chocolate or some still-good white chocolate, and it's been a minute since I had a snack attack with the sweets, you know, the, the, the sweet tooth, then I'll go in for some. Other than that, you know, uh, no. I'm a grown man with money. I'm going to buy regular fucking chocolate. But that was flavor number two on the list. Flavor number three is called Sweet and Tangy Cream. Now, there's a sexual joke to be had there, folks, and i got to be honest with you. When I wrote my notes, I just didn't have it in me to put one in there, but insert sexual innuendo joke here, because that's what that is. Sweet and tangy cream. I don't even know what the hell that flavor would fucking be, but there's a sweet and tangy cream Oreos. Uh, Next one on the list is s'mores. Not bad. Not the end of the world. Just, you know, it's an Oreo. You don't have to fuck with it. You don't have to do anything with the s'mores. Then we have maple cream. No. I don't want maple flavor in my Oreos. Once again, why? Who thought of that? If, if anybody... I know, listen. This is a small, amateur, piece of shit podcast. Nobody at the Oreo Corporation is going to actually be listening. But in case you are. I have loved your cookies for a lifetime. Who the fuck is in charge of hiring over there? That you guys hired somebody that sat in a room and said, Hey, yeah, uh, maple cream, Oreos, that sounds good. (coughs) No. No, listen, it's okay. Excuse me, I gotta get a dab of water here. It's okay to hire stoners. Most likely you already have marijuana smokers on your payroll if you own a small business. It is okay to hire marijuana smokers. What's not okay is to allow the marijuana smokers to come to work stoned to the bejesus belt and then make decisions that are going to affect your sales. And that's obviously what happened here. Maple cream was thought up 
by someone that was stoned out of their fucking gourd. We have Marshmallow Moon, which I guess is supposed to taste like a moon pie. Mint Chocolate Chip, which is probably the most normal of the flavors. But still not a fan of mint. I'm not, just not a fan. Uh, we have the Thins, which seem to have gotten thinner than the original Thins, which, in my opinion, is just a waste of your time. Why even bother making it? It's not an actual cookie. Basically, that's like a, uh, uh, what is it? Sorry, I'm not a religious person, but when you go up and you take the, you take the thing from the guy, the little wafer that they put in you. And that's basically what it is. like an Oreo communion wafer. There it is. Communion wafer. It's like an Oreo communion wafer. Nah, I don't think so. I think uh, it's just a waste of production time when you could be making actual cookies. But the last flavor that I saw on the list is the one that made me really gag and question Oreo's ability to think straight. Buttered popcorn. Buttered popcorn Oreos. That is the biggest hell to the motherfucking no I can possibly come up with on this entire list. And there are some bad flavors on this list. But of all of them, whoever thought of buttered popcorn needs to have their shit packed up and out of the building today. And I don't mean by the end of business today. I mean now, immediately. Call security, put all of their belongings from their desk into a box, and get them the fuck out of the building right fucking now. Buttered popcorn flavored Oreos. You sick demented fucks on my stonedest of stone days would I have ever thought that that was a decent combination to have Uh -uh. nope that person got to go instant pink slip instant pink slip listen what happened to OG Oreos is it so hard to just look down and go, oh man, look at these, these are fucking Oreos. These are an iconic American classic cookie. There is zero need to fuck with these cookies. Zero. They're perfect the way they are. You didn't even need to go with the double stuff. And I know some people out there are going to be like, hey, 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 hey. Slow down because we like our double stuff. Okay, I get it. You like the double stuff. But they didn't even need to do that. The Oreo is perfect as is. Stop. It's got the perfect amount of crunch. It's got the perfect amount of filling. If you hold it under the milk for the perfect amount of time, it has the perfect amount of softness to it. Stop fucking with things that don't need to be fucked with. There are things that haven't existed in the food world until now for a reason. But you people are bound and determined to make every bad idea on the planet happen. Which is also evident in our next food story, which comes to us from KFC. KFC, who has done many good things. KFC has, uh, has served me many meals over the course of my 47 years of walking the planet. Many meals that I've enjoyed. But uh, they're trying to leave their stamp on the chicken sandwich war in a new way, and they need to fucking stop. Okay, I talked to you guys about KFC 
I think a, a couple of podcasts ago when they brought in Beyond Meat and they were doing not chicken chicken and how they needed to stop that shit. Well, now they're doing, they're offering a chicken sandwich where it's chicken tenders, which I don't have a problem with chicken tenders creating the chicken portion of a chicken sandwich. A couple of different places do it with multiple chicken tenders as opposed to a single chicken patty. However, what KFC is doing differently is that the bun for the chicken sandwich, the new chicken sandwich, are, they're, they're two glazed donuts. And you just need to stop that shit. Okay? We need to stop that shit now. We need to put breakfast back where breakfast goes and, and, and dinner back where dinner goes. And we, we got to stop mixing them. Okay? First of all, KFC, listen to me here. Donuts are not bread. It's not a substitute for a bun. So stop that right away. Second of all, I know this is partially to do with that whole mentality of the, the whole chicken and waffles mentality where you can mix breakfast and dinner items together. Well, I'm here to tell you that even that's an abomination. So you, while you're taking this new shit sandwich off your menu with the donuts for buns, you can go ahead and pull your chicken and waffles bullshit off the menu as well. Donuts are not a bun for a chicken sandwich. Stop doing that. The, it, I don't care why you thought of it. I don't care what you think it is a good idea. It's not. Stop it. Do away with it. But I do find it ironic that KFC is offering faux chicken, beyond meat chicken, to people that want to live healthy while at the same time offering them a chicken sandwich with donuts for a bun. Which one are you guys going to do? That whole last part of what I just said, that leads us into the last of the food stories for the week, and that comes to us from Taco Bell. At two Taco Bell, you guys are caving as well. Taco Bell now has over a dozen vegan options on their menu for people that want to eat healthy. Now, before I rip Taco Bell a new ass and the people who go to Taco Bell to buy vegan options a new ass, I will point out and acknowledge the fact that at least Taco Bell's vegan options are true vegan options. They're not trying to sell their customer their meat eating customers faux meat. Okay, they're not saying that now I, I get it. Maybe their meat truly isn't meat. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I've been eating Taco Bell for decades, literally. And uh, uh at least they're not saying that the beef in their in their in their tacos uh is now a beyond beef. It's a plant based beef. You know, they're they're offering vegan options that have to do with beans and are true vegan options. But where I have a problem with this is uh, you don't go to Taco Bell if you're eating healthy. You go to Taco Bell to smash unhealthy tacos at 2 o'clock in the morning because your drunk ass is hungry. That's why you go to Taco Bell. You go to Taco Bell because you got $5 in your wallet and you want some tacos and it's the middle of the day and, well, fuck it, there's a Taco Bell right there and you go get yourself some tacos. 
Now, once again, I've done it a million times. I have eaten five times my body weight in Taco Bell food over the course of my lifetime. But we, we have got to stop caving into people that want to eat healthy. I don't go into a health restaurant, a vegan restaurant, and say, Yo, where's my fucking pork chops at, bitch? Oh, we don't serve that here. That's not what you serve here. Right, because you're here to, to serve healthy food. Taco Bell is there to serve a taco-like substance to people that don't really give a fuck about eating healthy. So Taco Bell and the rest of the fast food chains need to stop caving to the vegans of the world and just serve what the fuck you're going to serve. Vegans, go down the street to the healthy food store. All you've done is bitch about my Taco Bell your whole life. It's unhealthy. They're serving meat. It's just, it's bad for you. But we want you guys to start serving stuff, stuff for us. Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, I don't know if I can say this any clearer or any louder. So do me a favor, everybody out there. Sean, you're going to want to do this. Renee, you're listening. Everybody in your car that's listening or in your office that's listening, I want you to turn your volume up as loud as you possibly can, okay? Peg it up. This one goes to 11. Peg it up to 11, okay? Everybody got it turned? Come on, turn it up. All right, you've all got it turned up? Okay. Now, make sure that any vegans around you can hear what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it loudly, and you've got the volume all the way up. Okay, ready? Hey, vegans. Fuck you! Shit's getting out of control, man. Shit is getting out of control. Those are our restaurants. Fuck you. Go start a Beyond Taco Taco Bell and serve all your faux meat and your vegan fucking options. And you know what's not going to happen? You're not going to see one single meat eater go into your faux Beyond Taco Bell store and go, but this is unfair. We want to see beef burritos on the menu. You want to know why? I don't give a fuck what you serve because Taco Bell serves what we want them to serve. Shame on you, Taco Bell. Shame on you for doing what all of the other fast food restaurants have done so far, but you have avoided doing, and that's caving to the vegans of the world. Fuck that shit. Stop going to KFC and Taco Bell and McDonald's and Wendy's if you're looking to eat healthy. We all know what this shit is. It's not healthy food. But regardless, we got to move on from the food stories. We got to move from crazy food stories to crazy people stories. I got three of them for you this week that I found interesting. The first one, I, I'm hoping that the guy in the story eventually hears this. But the first one is about a woman by the name of Jenna Evans from San Diego who's apparently engaged to be married. And I'm hoping that Jenna Evans' fiancé winds up listening to this. Apparently, uh, Jenna woke up one morning and found her uh, engagement ring gone and had discovered that she had swallowed it while she was sleeping. Now, some of you will probably hear that and go, how the fuck you swallow your engagement ring? Just listen to this shit, okay? Apparently, Jenna was having a dream that her and her fiancé were on a train and they were squaring off with what she called, quote-unquote, bad guys. There was, a, there was a Donnybrook, if you will, on the train. There was, there was something going on that was bad. They were getting robbed. Something was going on bad. And in the dream, 
Jenna's fiance turned to her and told her to swallow her engagement ring so that the bad guys couldn't get it from her. And so in her dream, she swallowed her wedding ring. But what she did was she swallowed it in real life. While she was sleeping, she took it off, popped it in her mouth, and swallowed it because it's what her fiancé instructed her to do in the dream. And so she carried out her dream in real life. Uh, doctors uh, suggested that she not let it go, like, pass through normally. So they performed an upper endoscopy to get it removed. But I think the key to this story lies with Jenna's fiancé. Because, my man, if you're listening out there, your woman has just demonstrated that no matter what you say to her while she's in a sleep-induced state, she will do. I'm just saying, that's pretty helpful. It's just, I'm just, I'm just saying. She has proven she'll do anything you tell her to do. So, uh, you know, take that out for a spin. See how far you can push it. Let's see what you... Hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want a little bit of this and a couple of those. And uh, this is how I want to wake up every morning. Let's see how far this will go. Is she the Ron Burgundy of wives? You know, he'll read anything that's on that teleprompter. She'll do anything you tell whisper in her ear while she's sleeping. Yeah, hey, fiance, didn't say who the guy's name was in the story that I uh, read. It just had her name. But, hey, if, you're, if you happen to be Jenna's fiancé and you happen to be listening to this, I think a prime opportunity has just fallen in your lap, young man. Just yeah, see, what, see what comes of it. Could be fun. That's all I'm saying. Could be fun. Now, the next story I have is not... It, it's, it's starting to get us to the craziest story of the week, which is always the last story. But this next story has to do with a trend that apparently is selling well. Japanese manufacturers making this product, and it's a woman's fashion trend, and their sales are going to the roof. And it is underwear for women that have a sewn-in faux camel toe that women are buying, apparently in large numbers, to make it look like they've got a camel toe. Now, I guess a couple of things about this. Much like the mullet making a return a couple of podcast episodes ago, uh, I'm old enough to remember when your camel toe showing was a bad thing. You were embarrassed by that. Now, apparently, women want their camel toe to be showing. So much so that if they can't produce one, which I'm going to get to in just a second, they're buying underwear with padding sewn into it. Now, the same company manufactures a set of underwear to hide your natural camel toe, and the trademark slogan of that pair of underwear is, and this is great, our lips are sealed, which is just phenomenal. That is, that is ad marketing at its finest right there. But I don't understand why any woman would ever buy a pair of underwear to make it look like they got a camel toe. You, you do understand that all you got to do is, is, is just pull your, pull your pants and your underwear up into your, into your vajiz, right? 
Why pay for it when you can make it naturally? I mean, you girls are all into crafting, right? Why, why, why buy the Christmas cards when I can make them for $217 more, right? Why buy the painting on the wall when I can make it with $97 worth of craft supplies? So why buy the faux underwear when you could just make your own underwear? All you got to do is just get, you're wearing leggings? Just hike them leggings up into the meat flaps and you're good to go. Now, not everybody should be doing that. Okay, there, there's, there's camel toe. And then we get into the undesirable camel toe, I guess you would call it, where it, it goes from camel toe to moose knuckle. No, you guys need to be pulling cloth out of your vajouche. And then, of course, from Moose Knuckle, we get into the absurdly ridiculous where you see some of these women walking around the mall. Uh, it looks like uh, two, it looks like a twin mattress folded in half. Okay, that is just, you got to stop. Okay, job of the slut. I don't need to see a camel toe that is big enough for me to put the front tire of my bike in and chain the bastard up while I go shopping. Good God, woman. You know, you ever see those women? I know you've seen them. Some of you people are listening to this and you go, holy shit, I know exactly what he's talking about. I got, let me just say this. For those women out there that you got the, if you're moose knuckle or above, if you're, if you fall into the moose knuckle or the, uh, or the uh, twin mattress folded in half category, I got to say, God damn. Because that's what we're seeing when it's all tightened up and pulled together with your pants all tight and shit up in your vajayjay. What the hell happens when you let your pants off? How much flapping in the breeze is going down there? You know, old men, as we get older, I'm experiencing it, our nuts drop, okay? The, the sack gets lower and lower and lower until eventually it's hitting the inside of your right kneecap, right? Is that the same effect that's going on with the vajujus? You take your pants off and it's just like, looks like a seal clapping. You might want to think about having some of that vaginal rejuvenation surgery. I'm listen, it's just a suggestion. You've seen it, vaginal rejuvenation surgery. Some of you out there go, what the fuck's he talking about? It's where they take, they cut away all that extra meat, stick some memory foam up in that bitch. You mean you know what I'm talking about. Get it, get things back the way they used to be. At least you guys got it. There's nothing we can do about putting our ball sack back up to where it's supposed to be and making our schwantz longer and less wrinkly. At least you guys got some surgery for yours. But I got to be honest with you. When I see that, when I see a moose knuckle or above category, that's what I think. It's like, God, what, what does that got to look like when she takes her pants off? And now, on top of wondering if her eyebrows are fake, if her eyelashes are fake, if that's the color of her lips, and all the other bullshit, is that the, same, is that the hair color? It included all of that other bullshit that you wonder is real on a woman when you meet them. Now you got to wonder if that's actually her pussy. Because she could be wearing underwear to make it look 
like she got a fat clam. I'm just saying. I am glad that I have been with my wife for 22 years and that I am not on the dating scene because there would be a questionnaire at the beginning of every date that we would have to go over before we even... I don't give a fuck what your name is. Sit down. We got some questions to answer. A, how old are you really? Identification, birth certificate. I'm going to need to run a background check. B, do you or do you not have a penis? And then C... How much of this shit I'm looking at is actually real? Buying underwear to make it look like you have a camel toe. Just make your own camel toe. It's what you guys are into anyway. Okay? Just make your own. It'll be fine. Just hike them up there, ladies. If that's what you're into. I mean, once again, I'm old enough to remember when camel toe was a thing you tried to avoid. But, hey, hike it up in there. You know what I'm saying? Now, some people in the world, some women out there in the world, aren't really concerned with showing off a tail toe because they really don't give a fuck. They're willing to walk around naked. Uh, they have no problem with public nudity. They have no problem with other people seeing their bajouge hanging out. And that brings us to our last story of the day. And uh, it is a story that comes to us from... You will fucking wait for it. You know what? I'm going to make you wait for it so long, I'm going to get myself a cigarette. Not, not only am I going to get myself a cigarette because I'm outside recording today, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take myself a hit, if you don't mind. Hang on one second. Because I know some of you, Sean specifically, is like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, fucking wait for it now. Yeah, you could, you'll fucking wait for it. That's good. Nice little cigarette. Let me give yourself a drink of water here. Mm. Oh, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All right. Our last story comes to us from the great state of Florida. Nassau County, Florida, uh, to be exact. Because why not? Florida's got to make the list at least once a week, right? This story involves two people, Megan Mondanaro, age 35, and her boyfriend, Aaron Scott Thomas, age 31. These two were apparently riding around on bicycles. Good. Getting some exercise in. Down in that warm Florida air. A little, a little humidity. Sweat it up a little bit. Well, they were driving their bicycles erratically in the road. Almost got hit by a couple of cars. And apparently the Nassau County cops decided to have them pull it over to the side of the road and, and see how things were going. And uh, it turns out they were shit hammered. They were drunker than skunks. And so the police were like, yeah, you guys are going to have to come with me. We're going to have to put you in the back of the squad. And we're going to arrest you. We're going to take you down to the station. We're going to book you. We'll get you out in a hurry. But you can't be riding down the street, even on bicycles, drunker than a skunk. So right there in and of itself, you go, okay, it's slightly weird. It's Florida. It's, it's a drunken DUI story. No, where, where it gets good is what happened after they were arrested. So the cops got them both in cuffs and put them in the back of the squad car. And apparently what the officer said he then witnessed as he was talking to other officers that had arrived on the scene and they were 
you know, getting their shit together and getting ready to roll out of there was that uh, the two uh, people in custody uh, managed to get their clothes off in the back seat of the squad car and begin began to pass the gravy. They went 20 toes, put Percy in the playpen. They were wallpaper in the closet in the back of the squad car while handcuffed. Now, I'm going to tell you something. That's a fucking skill. Okay, having sex in the backseat of a car is not easy to begin with, depending on the car. But a squad car, think about that, a squad car. Not your normal size backseat, plus you got the, the, the cage and the fiberglass that take up some of the space right behind the driver's seat. I know, I've been in the back of a couple of squad cars, I know what I'm talking about. You can barely fit your knees in there when you're sitting up normal. Not a lot of space. These two fuckers were handcuffed. Two of them in the back of one of them small-ass squad car back seats. And not only did they manage to get naked, they managed to start fucking. That is mad skills. This week, I am not ripping the Florida people in our story. I am fucking saluting you. That is some unbelievable talent. I don't even know if I could get my arms behind my back comfortably to get handcuffed and then not think about that for the remainder of the time that the handcuffs were on me, let alone be like, all right, listen, bitch. Here's how this is going to go. This guy's going to put us in the car, and you're going to get them panties off right now because we're going to do some fucking in this car. You understand what I'm saying? If we're going to jail, we're going to jail in style. We're going to tear that pussy up. That, that is some skill. Mad skill. Now, here's where it gets really fucking funny. If the cops noticed it, what was going on, they got his pants off, They got her pants down around her knees and her top up so that her bra, her, her, uh, her chichis were exposed and they were going fucking town. So what do they do? They're like, okay, well, we got to stop this shit. They open the door and they pull him off of her to stop it. And when they pull him out of the car, he starts fucking flailing away and kicking. And he kicks a couple of officers. They knock him to the ground. He kicks a couple of more. And then here's where we got a rip on the police officers of the great county of NASA, Florida. Because this handcuffed, drunk, naked, horny as fuck guy with a boner managed to get away from you fucking people. Multiple cops on scene. He's in your squad car. Already cuffed. You pull him out. Let me go over that again. Just really quickly. So that everybody understands the circumstances. Multiple cops standing outside of a squad car. They take this guy out of the squad car. Get him to the ground. And he is handcuffed, naked, drunk, horny, with a boner. Sporting wood. And he got away from you fucks. And I don't mean like got away for a moment. Like got away. They had to go find him. They found him behind a Cold Stone Creamery. That shameful. Shame on you. How the fuck do you let that guy get away? Now when they inspected the guys. He, I guess when he was riding the bike he had a... Uh, 
uh, a backpack with him. When they inspected his backpack, they found several cans of the very popular drink, Four Loco. Now, I've never had a Four Loco. I'm not a drinker. I don't even know. Is it a beer? Is it like a, a hard seltzer? I don't even know. I got to actually, I'm going to go look it up after this. I don't even know what it is. But apparently he had two or three un, or, uh, uh, already opened can, empty, open and emptied cans of Four Loco and seven cans that they had yet to drink of Four Loco. So apparently the drink that makes you want to fuck while in the back of a cop car handcuffed is Four Loco. But, so, okay, let me just recap this real quick. Firsthand, we have to say, shame on you officers for letting a handcuffed, drunk, naked guy with a boner get away from you after you already had him on the ground. That is some of the worst police work I've ever seen in my entire life. But B, for the first time, we have to stop and say we are not ripping on the Florida people. We are saluting the Florida people. I stand and salute you, sir. You got busy in the back of a cop car while handcuffed and drunk. That is a whole you that that's like that's like a that, that's a sex black belt. And I don't know if you're dating a freak or if she really was that drunk, but I can tell you under no circumstances would I ever be placed in the back seat of a squad car handcuffed with my wife in which I could then turn to my wife and go, hey, well, we're on our way to the pokey, so uh, how about you get on this shit? Not happening. Not even close to happening. Okay, there is zero... Let's forget that the, the fact that the two of us couldn't pull the physics off. <clears throat> which is just mind-blowing in and of itself. But yeah, the two of us couldn't pull the physics off. Uh, of doing that, but I, there's no way in hell that I would ever be able to look at my wife and go, okay, so uh, real quick, get them panties off, let's go home. Get, hike that, get that fucking leg up here and get, listen, bitch, my hands are behind my back. I need you to get that leg up and I need you to get that leg over my shoulder sideways there so I can just come in and like, do, no, she, she would look at me and go, are you out of your fucking mind? We're going to jail, motherfucker. But this guy got his woman to not only, hey, I said get them panties off, girl. We're going to town. And she did. She did. Man, you people in Florida. Is it Florida or is it the four local? Which one made you guys do that? Because we all know Florida has that effect on people, but goddamn. In the back of the squad car, handcuffed. Exercising mad skills. And an intense libido. I salute you. Both of you. I got to go back and look at the names one more time. Mr. Aaron Seth Thomas, 31. And Megan Mondanaro, 35. That's the, that's the thing when you read this story. These aren't 19-year-olds. You know how they're limber and they're young. And You remember when you were 19, you could get in all kinds of weird positions and distort yourself or you know if you're Sean you get into some kind of a weird Vietnamese spin fuck chair that's hanging from the ceiling but you know 31 and 35 you're starting to feel the creaks and cracks in the morning age is starting to creep up on you a little bit now granted not as much as me I'm 47 it's there like all the time now but 31 and 35 you're starting to feel your shit you can't party like you used to 
But goddamn, if these two people weren't still able to do so. Officers, you know what you got to start doing in Florida? You got to start having a dash cam in the front and the back. You got to start recording what's going on in the back seat of your cars. Like, uh, like them weird taxi drivers do. And they put that shit on YouTube. Because that's a video that has to be seen. I j- not even for the sexual gratification of seeing like a porno movie. No. It's got, I want to see how the physics of that worked. Some porn studio out there somewhere has to make a recreation of this story because I need to know how the physics work. And not because I'm going to try it, just because I'm that fucking curious. A, I don't plan on being in the back of a cop car again. And B, if I am in the back of a cop car again, there is absolutely zero chance that I would even think about turning to my wife and going, one for the road, honey? No, I'd be like, ah, fuck. Now we've got to call a lawyer, and he's expensive, and the bills are going to start to rack up, and who the fuck's going to let the dogs out while we're gone? Somebody better be texting our dog. I mean, that's the conversations that my wife and I would be having. Not get them panties off, Inez. We're going to see if we can't make some fucking whoopee happen here in the back of the old Florida squad car. So, I, like I said, I salute you guys. Florida, you come up with the entertaining shit every week, and every week I talk about what batshit crazy, psychotic, meth-head motherfuckers you guys all are. But these people, these people, I want to put these people on our Christmas card list, for Christ's sakes. That is an impressive display. Impressive. And getting away. Handcuffed, drunk, naked with a boner, getting away from multiple cops after having been put down on the ground. That is another skill. I salute you. I can't imagine the scene of some drunk, naked, handcuffed fucker running down the middle of the Route 6 in my town trying to get away from the local popo. I'd, be, I'd whip out the phone and I'd be taking video of every second of that. Sorry, Cold Stone Creamy, that you had to get brought into the news cycle, but hey, he had to be found behind something, right? Why not an ice cream shop? It's hot down there in Florida. You, you, need, you need to have a cone after you work up a sweat. And this guy worked up a sweat, okay? I mean, in all facets of this story. From the bike riding, to the knocking boots in a fucking squad car while handcuffed, to the running away from the popo while handcuffed and drunk. That is all sweat-worthy shit right there. Maybe he was just trying to get himself a cone. Who the hell knows? Anyway, regardless of whatever the hell he was trying to do, that is all I got for you this week. I'm sure there's going to be more Florida goodness next week. I'm sure we'll be talking about how the Bears fucked it up again next week. I'm sure that there's going to be something that has to involve something weird that somebody out there is going to be able to identify with. I'm, you know what I'm honestly waiting for? I'm, I'm waiting for uh, the local guy who I talk about frequently, Sean, who listens to this podcast. I'm waiting for him to comment on my Facebook post that he's actually done that in the back of a squad car. Because of all the people listening to this podcast right now, I guarantee you he's at least fucking thought about it. Guarantee you he's at least thought about it. Hey, 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 hey. Look at this. Huh? Huh? Honey? They've already supplied the handcuffs. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guarantee you he's at least thought about it, if not actually made it happen. So that's what I'm waiting for, to see the post going, uh, yeah, guilty. Guilty as charged, Your Honor. <laughs> anyway, 
enjoy your weekend of football. Uh, hopefully all you guys made out of the Storm Area 51 raid and you didn't get too fucking badly in your attempt to, to, to traverse the desert. Uh, we will see you guys next Friday with a brand new episode. Thanks for listening. Now, as always, stay grateful and enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.